there is a big push internationally toward digital currencies. And what what I mean by this is not uh, cash money or gold coins or silver coins or uh, something like that, but digital money in, in the form of credit card payments or PayPal or uh, sending cash through Venmo or Western Union or uh, wiring money from one bank to another. And this is something that governments absolutely love because the way that governments make money is by skimming uh, money off of people who are doing productive things. So if if I go out and work hard and get a little pile of money and I want to buy a truck, then the car dealer and I will exchange two things of value. And as we do this, uh, well, first of all, when I earned that money, the government skimmed 20-30% of that money that I had earned um, just because it changed hands. And then the 75% of the money I had left, I then take that money to buy the truck. And then the government sees, hey, money's exchanging hands. We want to steal. Not Well, you could call it steal or theft or tax, whatever you want to call it. They're going to, going to take, whether I want, want them to or not, they're going to take a portion of that transaction. And so that would be the sales tax on a vehicle. Uh, so they're going to want to get that portion. Well, imagine if transactions happened and the government wasn't able to uh, steal or, or take a portion of that transaction every single time. Well, that wouldn't be good for government. So governments need to be able to track when money changes hands so that they can take a portion of it. And this is why governments absolutely love anything digital. If it's traceable and trackable and centralized, well, maybe the next good question would be, well, why haven't governments loved Bitcoin or other decentralized cryptocurrencies? Well, the reason they don't like them is because they have not yet discovered a an easy, easy enough that, that government employees can do it, way to track the money. If they could track it, they have absolutely no problem with there being all kinds of monies out there. And I shouldn't say they have no problem. The Federal Reserve is per perturbed uh, because they're not making money on it. But that's a that's for another that's for another chat. So if the government can't track what you're doing, they don't like it. So the things that they can't track are going to be going by the wayside as years go by if the government has their way. If the government doesn't have their way, then uh, government currencies, central bank, uh, Federal Reserve, that kind of thing, that, that kind of money will be worthless uh, if people were just left to, to do what they wanted. So how is the government going to uh, encourage or force uh, people to only make transactions that they can see? Well, there are a number of ways. One of, one of the biggest is through legislation. Um, and in order to get legislation passed, there has to first be a uh, public relations, uh, or as Ed Bernays, the kind of the, the father of public relations, the guy that uh, really turned it into an art and such uh, back in the early 1900s. And he wrote the book called Propaganda, because in those days you, you kind of use the words public relations and propaganda interchangeably. But he he made the argument that 
governments and other entities basically control everyone's lives without people even knowing it. So the the way that this would happen with money, uh, and a good example was last night, I was watching a, a mainstream television show, and uh, it was The Good Doctor, and somebody had uh, broken into the, uh, had hacked the computers at the hospital, and they were going to ruin everything unless a ransom was paid. And as soon as they made that comment, I looked at my wife and I said, Bitcoin. And sure enough, there's a little bit more dialogue back and forth, and then all of a sudden, guess what the TV show said? That they were expecting the transfer to be made in Bitcoin. Now, how could I predict this? How did I know that was going to happen within a minute or two? Well, this comes back to propaganda. This comes back to public relations. In order to make Bitcoin illegal, first it needs to be shown as being harmful or worse than other types of currency. And the way that this is done is through media. Not entirely, but that's a big portion of it. And I don't know the details. I don't know if it's a conspiracy or I don't know why the movie studio or the director or producer, however it works in the entertainment industry, I don't know. I I mean, I doubt that they met some shady senator in the back alley and the senator passed him uh, a bag full of money or (laughs) or whatever. I, I don't know how all that works. That sounds goofy to me, so I won't even get into that. But it, it's obviously happening. So so this TV show, just an example, they say that, that Bitcoin is, is being used in this way. And then if you look at Bitcoin, just look it up in the news and you'll find articles about how unsafe it is, how volatile it is. how And, and that's absolutely true. Right? It's not a, a sure thing. Neither is the Federal Reserve money. Neither is anything. Uh, However, most, most things aren't a sure thing. So I'm rambling here a bit, but you get my point about how the propaganda is is out there. You're going to see Bitcoin made uh, to be just this horrible thing. You're going to see child sex trafficking is is that it's only made possible because of untrackable centralized currencies and drug deals and and murders and hitmen and and prostitution and all kinds of horrible things are happening because Bitcoin is not traceable. And terrorism, oh my gosh, we've got terrorism because we can't track money. And so therefore, we, we if you don't like terrorism, then you do have to like the ability for the good people protecting us from the terrorists to, uh, you know, track any dollar amount over $1,000 or $5,000 or $50,000. They, they need to know when this happens so that they can track you know, if it's cocaine being sold or or terrorists buying bombs, it's it's for our safety that we need to give up our privacy. That's that's the message that's taught. So, what can we boots on the ground expect in upcoming years? Well, Bitcoin will be demonized for a while. It will be uh, there will be a propaganda campaign to make people think that cryptocurrencies that are centralized, that Federal Reserve. Uh, comes up with, or other central banks, or even big companies that are that are in bed with with government, uh, you know, Facebook or Amazon or or any big company, they'll come up with their own cryptocurrencies, and they are a secure way to to exchange this token of value back and forth, and that's that's all fine and good, but just know that any of the ones that the government likes is because they are trackable and traceable, and the government has a way to steal a portion or take a portion 
of that money. Now, one way that they could take the money also that I didn't mention earlier is just a fear tactic. This is something that you'll see in the upcoming years is there There will be some, I'm guessing, school teacher or police officer or somebody that everybody loves, maybe a nurse if the uh, if the COVID thing, uh, the panic, if that continues, but somebody who everybody is is supposed to love, um, probably a, uh, a gay black nurse, will have uh, make a little purchase of Bitcoin, and you know they'll put a hundred bucks into it, and it'll turn into six hundred dollars, and then they'll sell the Bitcoin, and they will have a five hundred dollar profit, and they will not tell the government about it. And they'll just pocket the five hundred dollars and not let the government steal a hundred or however much the government uh, would demand of that. So then, the government is going to bust this person, and it probably won't be a big deal. But they'll arrest them, and then you will see all over the news, um, minority nurse who's worked hard for eighteen years to pay off student debt and help the people in their community, a frontline warrior in the battle against corona um, is being arrested and faces up to 10 years in prison. Well, yeah, the penalty for most things like that are up to 10 years or up to 20 years or whatever. So it's just how they're going to propagandize it, is facing up to 10 years in prison for uh, selling Bitcoin and making a profit and not telling the government that they made this transaction. So using this fear tactic, Many people, and I'd say I'm probably one of them, uh, if I bought Bitcoin and then I sold it for, you know, I bought $100 worth and I sold it for 600 then I would be thinking, wow, somebody that the government loves that's doing exactly what the government wants. They're living in a tiny house in a big city. They don't have a car. They ride a bicycle. They're working a profession the government likes. They're of the, the, the color and the the gender identification that the government likes. They're doing everything the government wants, and the government's even attacking them? Holy cow, how they would attack me. I'd better pay up. I better I better tell them, hey, I just made a $500 profit. How much would you like to take? That's what they would like me to do, and that's what they would expect most people to do. I'm not a particularly brave or subversive person, so one of the reasons I'm not into Bitcoin is, or like I believe in it, I think it's a wonderful thing, but the reason that I don't invest in it is because this is what's going to happen. I know I don't have the guts to try to sneak around behind the government's back because I know they could really hurt me badly. I'm not telling you you shouldn't do that. If you've got the guts to do anything that doesn't hurt other people, then I'm, I mean, there's no way I could morally tell you it's wrong. Uh, but this is what you can expect. You can expect that within a few years, it's going to be very hard to do transactions in cash or Bitcoin or gold coins. The government is going to require that all transactions are done uh, with electronics, and they'll use, you know, it's safer for the pandemic for spreading viruses. And, and then when the next scare comes along, if Canada or China or North Korea or whoever is going to come and attack us, and, and well, we have to make sure that we use digital money for blah, 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 whatever reason, because if you love children, that's what you'll do. All right, a bit of a rambling thing. I hope that if you disagree with me, this at least made you think. Uh, if this was new material to you that you hadn't thought of before, I'm by no means an expert on it. I'm just some some guy that pays a little bit of attention read some books on logic, read some books on propaganda and on history, and kind of watches what's going on. And yeah, that's kind of what I've gathered from it. I could be completely wrong. Do your own research. And thanks for listening.